Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Rosemary ended up in hospital in the last couple of days. Thank you to everybody who has prayed for her, uh, sent wishes to her. I am tremendously grateful. So is Rosemary very much. Rosemary is doing well. Thank you. And we are very grateful. Well, we're going to continue in our series, How to Live in the Power of the Holy Spirit. Now, I have to say, as we continue on today, we have hardly scratched the surface as to what this means and how powerful it is and and in talking about the Holy Spirit. Yesterday, we talked about having to have desire for the Holy Spirit. And, and we likened it in the scriptures to a parent, if their child comes to and asks them for food, that the parent gives good food. Well, God the Father wants to give the Holy Spirit more to us than even a parent gives good food to a child. That's how much the Holy Spirit wants to be given to us by the Father, but we have to have an open heart. So how do we desire the Holy Spirit? And how do we use the Holy Spirit and see the power of the Holy Spirit in our life? Well, we're going to talk about that in the next uh, next few days. But let's go today to Luke chapter 3, verse 21. And it says this. Now, when all the people were baptized and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. And so Jesus is baptized and he receives the Holy Spirit and he is filled with the Holy Spirit. In chapter four, verse one, what what happens next? It says, Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. So Jesus comes back from having been baptized where he receives the Holy Spirit. Now, full of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is able to lead him where he goes into 40 days of prayer, fasting, and he's tempted. At the end of that 40 days, something even more has happened to him. Have a look in verse 14. Then Jesus, filled with the, with the power of the Spirit, returned to Galilee. And a report about him spread throughout all the surrounding country. Then Jesus filled with the power of the Spirit. See, Jesus, when he came back from being baptized, was full. Now, having had 40 days, was filled with a deeper power, having been and submitted himself to God and stood stood upon the word of God. Then we see Jesus goes into a synagogue and he gets asked if he will effectively do the reading. And what does he say in verse verse 18, four verses further on? The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. He has sent me uh, to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to let the oppressed go free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. See, what happens is we see this progression that takes place, that Jesus is, that Jesus receives then he is full, then he is full of power and, and, and he is being led by God. And then he stops and he's able to say, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me. And then he states what he's called to do. So in other words, the Holy Spirit reveals to him his place and his purpose. And so, so you might stop and say, well, that's all well and good for Jesus. He's God. Well, what about me? I'm just me living in my house, living where I do, and no one knows me. I'm not someone famous. I'm not someone powerful. I'm not someone anything. How does all of that fit into my life? 
Well, the Holy Spirit is given to us to be used in our everyday life. And just as the Holy Spirit ultimately reveals to Jesus what his function is and why he has come, in the same way, the Holy Spirit is meant to be part of our life to help us to live our everyday daily life. Now, and you might stop and say, well, how does that work? Well, it's worked simply by as we are open to the Holy Spirit. And you might say, how do I be open to the Holy Spirit? It's simple. Pray. Just pray. Just talk to God. Talk to the Holy Spirit in the everyday words that you have. Just in, And that's called prayer. Someone, someone said to me a little while ago, um, I thought the only time you could pray was when you, had, when you were kneeling. Someone else said to me, I thought the only time you could pray was when you said prayers out of a prayer book. Someone else said to me, I thought you could only pray when someone like a priest or a pastor was leading you. And they're all forms of prayer. There's no doubt about that. But the point is, we, are, we have an ability to have a relationship with God and are able to talk to God in our own words and in using the words of other people. Like the, the prayer book that I use all the time, the Holy Spirit prayer book, has a whole number of prayers in it from other people, as well as prayers that I've written. So we can have our own prayers. Every day, as I've often shared, um, I say this prayer first thing in the morning at, at, at breakfast, lunch and dinner and when I go to bed. I say, Almighty God, three persons in one, send your Holy Spirit upon us, the, my, all of my friends and the people in the ministry, you, upon uh, the church, or the whole church, upon the earth, upon me. Come Holy Spirit. Because it's the Holy Spirit that gives us the ability to hear the voice of God in our life. And I want to encourage you, you could say that too. Almighty God, three persons in one, send your Holy Spirit upon, upon us, upon the church, upon the earth, upon me, come Holy Spirit. You could pray that all the time, that the Holy Spirit would come deeply into your life, exactly in the place where you are. And so it's just an open prayer. Holy Spirit, you come. You determine how you come into my life. And then as we live our life, in all the circumstances of our life, we constantly come to the Holy Spirit and ask the Holy Spirit to, to speak to us. You ever had an argument if you're married with your husband, your wife, partner, friend? You ever had an argument? You, you, it isn't a question of what do I say next? It's a question of saying this, Holy Spirit, give me the words to say now. Many arguments aren't ever resolved because people are trying to resolve them themselves. Allow the Holy Spirit to resolve them. You're, you, you have a conversation that you need to have with a child of yours that you love deeply. And sometimes it can be difficult to find the right words. Holy Spirit, give me the words. You're in business and you're, met, and you're negotiating a business deal. And, and that's where God's put you and you're doing what you're meant to do. You don't just stop and say, well, what have I studied through all the, all the years of university I went to? What are all the experience I've had and seen other people do? Uh, what do other business, what do business books do? What do gurus in business do, say that we should do? You listen to all of that, of course, and then you say, Holy Spirit, lead me to make the right decision. Give me, whisper to me. And then right in the middle of a meeting, a thought will come. A voice will speak in your heart, and it's the Holy Spirit. You need to invest money if that's what you're doing, if that's somewhere near you are, and you're trying to make, what's the right investment? Holy Spirit, speak to me. Uh, you're, you're trying to make decisions about, is this the boy? Is this the girl? Is this the person that I am meant to marry? Holy Spirit, speak to me. Is this it? You're thinking about, is now the time to have a child? Holy Spirit, speak to me. 
Give me guidance, Lord. You know, I'm studying for exams. Holy Spirit, lead me and guide me. See, we're meant to live in and through and with the Holy Spirit in our life. And so in a sense, we, we become encompassed with the presence of God. Because what does the Holy Spirit do? What did the Holy Spirit do for Jesus? It filled him. And then what does it do? It says, what did we read? And was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The Holy Spirit leads us. And so it's a constant conversation that we have with the Holy Spirit in our life. Holy Spirit come, Holy Spirit lead, Holy Spirit guide, Holy Spirit provide, Holy Spirit show, Holy Spirit be with me, Holy Spirit protect me the whole time. And as the Holy Spirit does that, what does he do? He reveals Jesus to us and God the Father to us. And so I want to encourage you it is to walk in the Holy Spirit is to have a constant conversation with the Spirit. And as we're going to talk about the Spirit of God that lives within us, the Holy Spirit that lives within. Loving God, I just pray today that we would encounter you more deeply in our life. Allow us to hear your voice and to know you through and through. Come Holy Spirit into our lives more deeply today. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Hey, God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.